0: Welcome to Time Enough Podcast. It's where we jump into all of the episodes of the Twilight Zone and beyond. This is Matt here. Returning back is Sean. Hi, how are you?
1: Oh, just uh in my nice cold house, avoiding the heat outside. Yeah, te- yeah. what was
0: the temperature? You said uh Celsius forty three, which is Fahrenheit. Yeah. But- what is it? I mean, oh. I, I used to be. Blind. I think it's
1: like 109,
0: 110. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a terrible yeah. number. Okay. Now, yeah. I, now I get it. I mean, I'm yeah. from America. I still, you know, it, it's yeah. like, like I hear 43. I'm like, wow, that's really hot. But I still, yeah, I have a di- slightly different feeling when when someone says Fahrenheit. So.
1: Yeah. I, I have a friend in Israel and he just can't get over that we use Fahrenheit and everything else. I'm like, he's <laughs> like I can't believe you Americans.
0: <laughs> You're the only ones. Having lived abroad for a while, yeah. I, Things that don't make sense anymore are the Imperial system and a daylight savings time. Also doesn't make sense to me anymore. You know, I,
1: I I thought us was doing away with that, but I don't think it went through. So I think we're still have to put up with that.
0: Yeah. Japan's never picked it up. We do have, and being in this part of the um, time zone, we do get in summer, like the sun's out like four in the morning. So that sucks. But, um, yeah, I've kind of thick curtains, so maybe it doesn't matter, but yeah, I, I do wake up pretty, pretty early. Um, which is neither here nor there for this because today's episode of the twilight zone is the fugitive the one with the one-armed man and uh barry morse now actually barry morse was like two or three weeks ago but um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey one thing about these uh twilight zone episodes are you kind of noticing things are somewhat being a little tame on these episodes you're kind of falling into right now you're like you got myrtle bank you got i mean i guess you got piano in the house that's a little dark and
0: I think well, we noticed well, the, in the first season things getting a yeah. little more chill near the end. I mean, you still have yeah. stuff like the after hour, so it's not too chill. Um, yeah. Maybe it's like season two, because season two ended with like shadow play and stuff and the obsolete man. So, yeah, the yeah. end of season two is pretty hardcore. And then the, the earlier part of season three was, I mean, we had um, had revisited and uh, what else was kind of hardcore in there? There was one or other two other ones where, yeah. Um, so I, I guess it's a tail end yeah hocus pocus and then also the, in season three I coming. this might be i uh,
1: I'm thinking season three might have the most comedy episodes out of any of them I well it has the most episodes so
0: <laughs> well yeah because you got the
1: Carol Burnett one you got the show a showdown with Rance McGrew you got that one um I'm blanking on the other two right now although There's this like, seems,
0: this seems more like a sweet episode than a comedy episode it's a fugitive I'd say. Like, well I didn't laugh at it. I mean, I didn't it didn't make me laugh much, you know. <laughs> at the end of this episode, Rod Sterling calls this a love story, so yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, kind of a
1: <laughs> which I, kind of I will bring apology. up, which is uh actually sparked a little controversy in this episode that I never knew existed until I watched a a podcast on this episode last year, but we'll get to that when uh, Yeah, I
0: I, but... I certainly had a few things where I was like, This this doesn't quite work now. And uh yeah, but we'll we'll get into that a little bit, but uh let me start off and do the trivia for the fugitive. The original air date was March 9th, 1962. Regular Twilight Zone director Richard L. Bear is back, as is a teleplay by regular contributor Charles Beaumont. As is Charles Beaumont with a teleplay. Sorry, I'm a you know, I teach English and I was sitting there reading. That grammar is straight up wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> J. Pat O'Malley played Old Ben. He was a British-born character actor who appeared in films such as Ten Little Indians and Dial M for Murder. He also contributed voice work to Disney films such as Alice in Wonderland, The Jungle Book, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, and Mary Poppins, where he apparently uh, was... Dick Van Dyke's Cockney voice coach, although you could also see that as a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) O'Malley will appear in two more episodes of The Twilight Zone. Ironically, he was also in two episodes of the TV show The Fugitive. Jenny was played by Susan Gordon. She had a notable career as a television child actor, appearing in My Three Sons, The Danny Thomas Show, and a live telecast of Miracle on 42nd Street. Uh, she huh. also appeared in Alfred Hitchcock Presents for something a little more Twilight Zone adjacent. Miss Scan was played by Nancy Culp. If you find yourself recognizing her face, it was probably as Miss Jane Hathaway on the CBS television series, The Beverly Hillbillies. There are a lot of hillbillies in uh, season three of The Twilight Zone, for whatever reason, if we're looking for trends. yeah. <laughs> if You are like some Penny Cow Junction, you get some Green Acres, you get some Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, yeah, but especially the Hillbillies are just all over and so yeah. many Hillbilly episodes. Um, get some Earl or, Hamner Jr. Yeah, <laughs> where I think that's confusing. I think I, I was like trying a few weeks ago thinking was 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 uh that one of Montgomery Pittman and then I was like, no, no. I, I'd when you, when you get to it. season five and you watch this episode
1: called Stop Over at a Quiet Town, I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but that was one episode you're going to be like, I can't believe this is Earl Hamner Jr. This isn't like <laughs> any of his other episodes. This isn't
0: like the Waltons, or maybe it is like the Waltons. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I never saw much of the Waltons. So be that being Earl Hamner Jr.'s later TV show. For, yeah, you know,
1: uh, I watch Petticoat Junction. I watch the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't watch Green Acres or the Waltons. I don't know. I don't yeah, the them.
0: Waltons. I don't. Just seemed as a child, it seemed like extremely unappealing for some reason. I'm, I'm not yeah. quite sure why. I mean, I, you know, I, I always say, I remember one of my first memories is being three years old and arguing with my parents because they wanted to watch mash and I wanted to watch the Muppet show. Uh, yeah, both, both were correct. Both were correct. Um, uh, opinions, maybe it's like the end. Maybe it's like the last episode of MASH. I don't, you know, in my mind, it was just like they wanted to watch this like really green show about a war, and I wanted to see a green frog. So you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, why wouldn't you let a three year old watch the Muppet Show, right? And I'm like, oh, you know that if, when I was three, that would have been about the time MASH was ending, so that that might have been yeah. Why
1: <laughs> you get a you get a little bit of MASH in a Muppet Show, you get veterinarian Hospital. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's more like after MASH, I guess. But uh, yeah, which. I think I also had a conversation where people thought I made up that show because, well, nobody watched it. I haven't seen it, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you could give us a quick read of the trivia, trivia. Of the prologue, not the trivia.
1: You know, before I read this, I wish I could do the dry teeth thing and the tucked back lip. I forget one of, which one of your guests does that, but I, I don't think Andrew. I can even do.
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think I... I, I mean, hey, I'll do the first sentence since I always make everyone out. You can still get the prologue, of course. But uh, okay, I'll, let me give the first sentence a try. I'll see if it, it's been said that science fiction and fantasy are two different things. See, I can't do it. You know, that's why I asked no. you to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't practice it. I make other people do it. Yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> All right. I'm going to read it, but pretend this is Rod Sterling, even though I sound nothing like him. It. It's been said that science, science fiction and fantasy are two different things. Science fiction, the improbable made possible. Fantasy, the impossible made probable. What would you have if you put these two different things together? Well, you would have an old man named Ben, who knows a lot of tricks most people don't know. And a little girl named Jenny who loves him. And a journey into the
0: heart of the Twilight Zone. You can get into some heated arguments with the first half of that prologue on the you know internet message boards now. Like trying to say science fiction fantasy are two different things or the same thing. That's I guess that's you know, get into a proper dork oh. argument with those. <laughs> uh what's sad about the
1: internet now is you can get into a debate with hard shell or soft shell, like <laughs> crushed dice or cube dice. Like it's just people will fight anything just to defend their side, you know what I mean? Like Yeah,
0: just, uh, I've I've heard I heard a, a jokingly very heated one about vegan bacon. So that was that was kind of fun. What what do you think? Vegan bacon, is it still bacon? <laughs> yeah i don't know i, I guess really if just... they can make uh
1: impossible burgers and all that you guys got those impossible burgers in japan those plant-based burgers
0: maybe especially tokyo but it's it's japan's a little weird like it's actually quite difficult to be a vegetarian in japan so um especially yeah. when i first came like about 20 years ago I, I remember some vegetarians and they do you have anything vegetarian we have a salad and uh they serve them a salad with like a bunch of bacon bits on it <laughs> like that they thought that was vegetarian right it's like no you're not quite getting it um me not having that problem because i wasn't a vegetarian but yeah um yeah. E- even yesterday we, uh, we we had a guest with us and had to ask about like the pork content of the dishes you know so yeah. <laughs> because he couldn't eat pork so um yeah japan doesn't want you to like um, customize your food it's kind of like you're supposed to like trust what the kitchen's doing because you're there i think is the thought so uh, conversely you don't have to leave tips or nobody leaves tips i should say uh it would be weird to leave a tip because that's also assumed like the service is part of the the deal right so wow so there's, there's some big cultural differences but uh as as far as um fake meat um well the, there i remember my friend um he would uh, actually he's been on here Scott was on an episode but uh we had a running joke because he told me the story like on five separate occasions of where a scientist in uh, Kyoto University had made basically a poop burger um, oh. so we you know we'd have a few drinks and he'd tell me the story again and then just became a, a running joke where he just started telling me the story just any old time because uh it was, by that time it was funny hey have you ever heard the story you know that sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, real
1: real quick, getting to this episode, so we got the opening, we're playing baseball, you know, we're playing baseball here with the old, old man Ben, I guess he's taking turns on both teams, because I don't know if that worked How you were with when you were a kid, like, you having an adult play with you, like, if you played football, the adult was quarterback for both teams, or if he was, he was the
0: pitcher for both teams, or like, you know what I'm trying to get here, like, if an adult's yeah. playing with you. I was never was he... like a big sports guy, but I guess in the Boy Scouts yeah. we'd have had that. And I'm trying to remember. I don't feel like the adults got that involved. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So um, we did and a little that... baseball, and I was bad at it. I, I mostly remember running around a um a, a building like tackling each other for an hour or whatever, like twenty boys, which I guess that's what boys do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I saw uh, a couple weeks ago you wanted to put up a. And, uh what was it yeah you're putting up a description for uh one of the episodes that you put on patreon you're gonna hit at a game you used to play and i think it That's it's called smear you know it is. Smear something? It is. <laughs> yes it is no we won't old, we won't go any further we, we won't go
0: any further in that but that yeah. is the correct game so yes that that that, that is what i was referring yeah. to i think my generation <laughs> might have been the last
1: generation to play that game
0: yeah oh i'm <laughs> yeah. sure people still play it they hopefully just yeah. have a different name for it well yeah officially <laughs> call it that I'm like
1: yeah <laughs> My generation um, was the uh, generation we couldn't play tetherball because we got too rough with it, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, what I keyed in on more from that first scene was the uh, tree-based rocket ship because I do remember doing that at a tree yeah. outside of my elementary school in the first grade, like on multiple occasions going inside. And, you know, in my memory, it actually looks like, you know, it's like a amber-hued, you know, like like steampunky ship or something, right? Yeah, that, that's my memory. Even though, yeah, it was just a tree, right? So um, the magic worked, I guess, in that case. <laughs>
1: so I got two questions with them playing baseball. Okay, one: Why did Ben have to show off by knocking it out of the park with the homer? Why? Did he... <laughs> he could have just hit a ground ball, you know, maybe a little pop fly. He didn't have to use all his powers.
0: Yeah, they were kind it... of goading him on to do that, though. So
1: yeah, well, it. <laughs> i guess they were goading them a little bit and then another thing too how do you think jenny runs them ba- braces with that knee brace
0: with practice i, I i'm not sure so and um, um another
1: thing those knee braces did they give you four scum vibes i guess that's the way knee braces were back then but i just i kind of got well, you i'm assuming you've seen force oh yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah yeah the, I, the I, knee it. braces kind of gave me four scum vibes a little bit she had one though because
0: that's when 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 he's got them um, he meets elvis right so it'd be like 54 yeah so you know maybe yeah, it seems about right time-wise yeah. um i, I yeah because now i see more like kind of nylon vinyl ones that people can velcro onto their legs i guess is more although no no you still have to have some heavy duty ones sometimes so yeah yeah depends on i the mean the, uh
1: and then if she does get a hit do they just like let her give to first base just because she just or old, do they can she not make it to first base. <laughs> I know it's
0: like pretty messed up saying that. <laughs> are a bunch of six and seven year olds like actually? Maybe they're a little older than that, but are, yeah. are, are they actually keeping score? Is also a good question. I, I know, yeah, no, that's another sometimes thing. Sometimes playing with kids or as a oh, kid, I don't I know. Jenny kids.
1: got into a pretty heated argument, she got right up on that dude's face and started arguing. I yeah, I guess because they're,
0: they're on TV, so yeah, yeah, I guess that's right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was arguing like
1: uh, those two guys were in uh, Mr. Dingle the Strong, Don Rickles and another guy.
0: <laughs> be- better. Yeah, better than that, though. I, I think I yeah. was actually in a conversation. Uh, yeah, again, I was talking to to, to Scott, already mentioned here. And uh, he was like, oh, Are there any, any truly bad episodes of Twilight Zone? I said, I think we have a couple. And I was like, oh, I-, I-, I went back for Mr. Dingle the Strong.
1: You want to know what seems to be the two most obvious answers for people? And they're not necessarily mine. Go for it. Cabin Deer coming. Right. That for some reason, people just can't stand that with the passion. I don't know if it's because of the laugh track. I don't know if it's because Carol Burnett. I don't know if it's because it's comedy and it's not Twilight Zone like.
0: I believe you coming to the defense of that one later. So, sure. Yeah, I will.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the Baird from season four. That's the one where Burt Reynolds mocks Brando in there. He has a scene where he mocks Brand. That's the Shakespeare one, too. Right, people, right. And I thought that, I, like, People built that episode to be so, like, bad. When I saw it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I mean, it's not a Twilight Zone episode. A lot of people say it's more like Rod Serling kind of giving his figure to the the TV critics and
0: stuff like that. But, um, yeah, no, it didn't really bug me as much. I guess the ones that usually I hear, which, honestly, I don't think I've... Maybe I've seen black leather jackets before. I think I've seen that once, but I hear that usually. So See, guess, that doesn't bug me either. Yeah. Like, and the uh, bewitching pool, which I've not seen.
1: So, well, I I know one will get everybody about that one because that's the first thing that I um, noticed was uh, June Foray, You know, the famous. Uh, she's she voiced a lot of cartoon characters. She dubbed the little girl's voice in that, so that makes it creepy. And it think. was like a southern accent, so that made it just sound really weird.
0: Also, it was the final episode of the Twilight Zone, which yeah. people. Although oh, it's an anthology show, so it's not like Star Trek Enterprise where everyone hates the last episode, which. If it was like three episodes earlier, I, I don't think people would have a problem with it.
1: And were uh, season finales and stuff like that and series finales, were they as big back then? Something tells me they weren't.
0: No, no, no. I mean, yeah. shows would just end. Um uh you know, on the on our podcasting network, we recently did the prisoner and we, we were sitting saying, like, is this the first like proper finale, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh maybe it is. I mean, again, Twilight, you know, Star Trek doesn't have a proper finale. This doesn't have a proper Again, anthology show doesn't need one, but yeah, your sitcoms yeah. would just end. So um
1: now the Star Trek, uh is that one of those shows that gets taped out of order like a lot of other shows do?
0: It's it was broadcast somewhat out of order, that's correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I, it's kind of so weird when shows do that. A one now since we're talking finales on an episode that has nothing to do with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I recently came across a clip where, where Webster is beamed onto the um onto the bridge of the Enterprise D to start a clip show with Commander Worf, Lieutenant Commander Worf. So that's weird enough. Uh, if you don't believe this exists, look it up. You, you can it, it's a little hard to find the clip. Actually, it's not just like right there on YouTube. But, you know, if you do a search or two, you'll find it. And then I found out that was also the last episode of Webster. Which it's just weird you'd end your show with a so, show that, that's a cross a, a pointless
1: crossover with Star Trek. <laughs> so Webster and Star Trek the Next Generation on a crossover episode.
0: They're in the same universe, yes. <laughs> Whoa, mind blown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Websterverse includes Star Trek. Um wow. as for this one, uh my my impressions, uh no slight on J Pat O'Malley, classic actor, but just for the first five minutes, I was like, this can't be Brian Doyle Murphy. <laughs> like... i can see what you... oh now i can see what you mean by that <laughs> you should yeah. put Wilfred brimley in here too if you wanted <laughs> when he was 35 <laughs> yeah but uh yeah yeah i i this I, I wonder if this is the um our the film's original like character actor old man you know so mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then the the uncool men in black is what i referred to as the uh the, the men chasing him in, in my notes so yeah. although one of them's in gray so he's he's not in black but uh yeah <laughs> have you ever seen um
1: hocus pocus, pocus pocus and frisbee yet i will be in a few weeks but i have not oh you've never it. seen that episode yet that is correct oh uh, i'm really i cannot wait to see your thoughts on that one because that's one that kind of polarizes people too because it's comedy Okay. I, I doubt
0: that's a requested one too. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll see how that rolls out. I think that was because nice. of the actor that's in it, but uh yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah. Oh Andy Devine, yeah, he's pretty good. You know what I didn't notice until later on that he actually voiced uh oh was it Friar Tuck in Robin Hood, the Robin Hood cartoon.
0: Yeah, we've oh, recently, we like, like in this episode, we have recently yeah. had a lot of uh Disney voices, which is mm-hmm. me also doing the the Disney podcast. I'm like, oh, that's a weird little bit of serendipity, so <laughs> yeah, you get some Disney crossover, yeah. I, I guess it's just there's so many people that come through a Twilight Zones so here. Like, why are all the Beverly Hillbillies in this, like in today again? So, yeah. <laughs> i I guess i guess burbank wasn't that big a place in the 60s is the uh the the main answer there another uh,
1: connection too is you'll get some batman 60s people in twilight zone like you get alfred in season four you get uh julian newmar in season four um
0: yeah yeah the same people running around i i did recently watch a um a video you know just because i look up weird ephemera where it was the the cast of gilligan's island versus the cast of 66 batman on the family feud bob denver was not there to represent for uh team gilligan everyone else was there i think and but the batman team included vincent price i was like okay that makes up for bob denver probably (laughs) you know i I find this i've never seen
1: bob denver do anything except gilligan oh yeah yeah um... i've never seeked out anything i know he's done it i've just never seeked it out you know
0: uh Doby Gillis is, you know he was a beatnik on there before he was Gilligan basically basically playing the same shtick right but yeah. as a as a beatnik um and, and to be and then in the 70s this is the one that I'm going to suggest uh check out is a uh, far out space nuts where he's uh space Gilligan on a Sid and Marty Croft show so you know <laughs> that's like eight ta- kinds of weird <laughs> So um one thing with this
1: episode um you know, the interaction between Jenny and uh, Ben, it, w- it was funny because, you know, these people are looking at, looking for him, the two men and black people, we're right. calling them, and she's wondering why, Jenny's wondering why, and he, he's trying to tell her, but, and she starts asking him, she goes, are you a communist? I'm like,
0: what little <laughs> girl would ask that? <laughs> In 1962, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe he's from, he's probably from well, the planet communist yeah this planet
1: <laughs> i was thinking yeah that's definitely that was definitely a product of the times right there because i don't think any little kid nowadays will be like are you a communist
0: yeah it is a weird like you're saying it is a weird relationship um although when you think about it for maybe three more minutes of course we're seeing a little girl with a very old man but um i'm thinking well you know it's kind of like et et just could not shapeshift so yeah um
1: we'll get get to some of the weird quotes in here like um here's a weird one i noticed with ben saying to jenny when uh jenny asked why ben couldn't fix her leg knowing he had powers and stuff like that he said uh that she would that he would not have the fun of carrying her anymore and she would find herself a a young boyfriend whoa
0: (laughs) Yeah, one, Yeah, she's too young for that, and two, one, she's a little older, shouldn't she do that? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he's an alien, he doesn't actually know that much about how Earth works, maybe, you know? Yeah, so, and he's he, a
1: couple thousand years old.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I guess we give him, like, a little bit of leeway that he maybe doesn't understand how, like, relationships, human relationships function like i mean in any sense of the word you know we'll
1: give him the way to this episode ends and when we talk about more of this well he must really not understand things
0: (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, like the things he changed what do we get we get we get that the fantastically derpy alien coming out of the tree that was pretty cool um (laughs) oh yeah yeah the little that's like a little outer limit ish like outer
1: limits type and then another thing when he when he turned into the mouse so she can sneak into the so she can sneak him into the bedroom Benny Mouse he was yeah. like he was like oh did I tickle you there
0: <laughs> <laughs> her, her belly <laughs> but I, I do feel like maybe it didn't sound that weird on 1962 television no no I think just like really no
1: we got to put ourselves in like we're so like everything's under a microscope now back right. then it wasn't like you know it just wasn't like that
0: because there are some things even in the twilight zone it's like wow that did not age well you know but in this case, I think it's us, not them. Uh, more of it, so um, yeah. Th- I guess that, like, like you're saying though, the the old man running around with the little girl relationship—that's um, the one that just just feels a little weird because that still, I mean, that technically would is still not okay in 1962. So, <laughs> but it looks a little more. I guess it, it feels a little more wholesome in, in a 1962 show. So, <laughs> yeah. So I guess the whole reason
1: Ben's here, he explains, you know, he was a king and he got tired of his reign. He had a five thousand year reign. Into one thousand years, he decides, Oh, I'm gonna split. I have to ask you, would you get bored after a thousand years? Would you have made it to a thousand years? What would you, what would you have done if you had a five thousand year reign?
0: Well, if you're living for thousand years, I mean for thousands of years, maybe one thousand years isn't that long and um Mm -hmm. we kind of had this sort of kind of happen in japan with the the emperors because traditionally you're an emperor until you die right so Mm -hmm. starting around 2012 the emperor is like i'm getting old i think i just want to step down and let my son do it it took like five years for the japanese government to like allow him to do that so (laughs) and um yeah, and it was just like a big controversy because this guy's like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? <laughs> I'm getting yeah. too old to do this. My health isn't good enough to do this. And even then, it took like five years for the for Japan to allow him to do that. So um, I, I guess that's sort of similar to, to Benny's things. Uh, he just, you know, he just absconds. He just gets out of there, right? So, <laughs> I feel like that's been a repeated trope.
1: Like, I can't think of what TV shows use that, but I've heard of that, like... I've seen TV shows use that, like... Oh, I was the ray I had a long reign for so many years, I got bored, so I abandoned and came to Earth, you know, like you've seen, have you seen that in other TV shows before? Because I know I have.
0: I was gonna say I have. I was gonna say if I want to be really cheeky, I could say Buddhism uses that. I mean that's the the <laughs> Buddha's stories. He's he's kept in a palace, uh, shielded yeah. away from like everything bad. So the first time he gets out and notices that there is suffering in the world, he runs off and uh, you know, eventually becomes enlightened. Um, <laughs> yeah I, I was wondering like with, with Ben, I'm like, if he knows this much about matter, does that make him enlightened? <laughs> like he knows about the secrets of the you know, the the microcosmos and stuff or something to manipulate matter, you know? That's in the and in that thousand year reign, has he attempted to even have a queen? Is he a scrawl? <laughs> <laughs> he kinda is a scrawl, isn't he? That maybe that's why he can't show his actual form to um Jenny so
1: well no rod rod Serling shows us the actual picture what he looks like oh right uh, right right me, and remember. i'm i was trying to find it because in the twilight zone podcast or not this is the twilight zone podcast <laughs> i'm at the twilight zone uh page uh fan page on facebook that i'm a part of somebody actually pointed out who that picture was but i i couldn't find it i for, I, for, I and i forgot what they told me
0: Oh, uh, okay yeah it's yeah. you know I'm, I, when he first says it, i'm just sitting there thinking about what he yeah. looked like that's why the joke maybe lands i don't know it's it's a pretty throwaway yeah. joke but uh yeah you gotta give rod something to hold so he's less nervous on camera i, I suppose <laughs> <Yeah>. oh uh
1: <laughs> one funny uh line i noticed from uh miss gann in this uh nancy colp's character she calls jenny you ungrateful little gutter snipe
0: oh yeah gutter snipe's <laughs> a good one yeah I think I was, I, I think I kind of missed that because I was writing that I call my wife a monkey, but she doesn't like it. So,
1: and then another one when she was in there, uh, after Ben was fixing her leg, she's like, Who are you talking to? Jenny's like, Myself, well, quit doing that, you'll go crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard talking to yourself can actually be a uh, therapeutic. I don't know. Well, I heard talking to yourself is fine, just don't answer yourself. Then, okay, you know. that might be it. Yeah. Um, yeah, regular co host Luke, I, I've caught him. Doing a Sean Connery impression to himself, so which is <laughs> I appreciate that. That's great. So oh, my
1: favorite my favorite line that he does is, "I'm gonna go up there, get that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard the next bison wannabe is gonna feel
0: it." <laughs> I love it when he says that line. Well, that's Sean called Van Dam, but yes, sure. Yeah, uh, but but also no, not Sean him. Connery, but I was talking about Luke when he says. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. oh, as far as doing voices, yeah, okay, that's that's
1: cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I never know. I never really noticed that line sticking out before, and then i was like oh yeah that fucking line so like, <laughs> he's dropped it on a couple podcasts before you guys actually film an episode
0: <laughs> yeah well also that sometimes they're recorded in bizarre order so that also has yeah. to do with it um yeah. <laughs> i i did like um the sonic whisk you know oh i wrote the sonic whisk because of the sonic screwdriver they didn't call it anything but the, uh, that really lo-fi um alien gadget I, I i like that sort yeah. of thing so i i was happy and to see that that another outer limits kind of looking thing yeah that's that that's the same like sci-fi
1: sound clip you get in those 50s 60s tv shows and you actually get that same sound clip in a couple twilight zone episodes and a couple season four episodes as a matter of fact so yeah I it's mean, like when I've... they want to sh- when they want to show something's like doing power they do the i w- 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 <laughs> can't even do the sound enough
0: w- i, I <laughs> I think the uh, 2015, 20, 2016 20, Ghostbusters, their TK meters were like that as well, which I liked. So <laughs> kind of going old school sci-fi with those. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, I'm I'm a supporter of that movie, by the way. I, I think it's great. So I, I know it's I, I know most people don't like hearing that, but. <laughs> well, hey, I, I like some,
1: you know, I like some uh, different movies and some sequels. Like I was one of the few people like Rock Vegas, you know. One stone. like not, yeah, yeah. it's not as good as the 94 one but i do like viva rock vegas
0: right right no i we did that one we all enjoy you know the that one show. that blew in my mind though is,
1: is you that says you like anchorman two more
0: yes uh, i don't that know correct. <laughs> i know that's an, an unpopular opinion but yeah. i just yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll i'll go to the map for you don't have right. a problem go. with the first one though right oh you know, the first the one's great i just like the yeah. second one better yeah, yeah. Uh, same with wayne's world i like the first one great but i I'll, i'm i i have a you weird know, look for the second one
1: <laughs> you know i could see
0: that because
1: uh number two that's the one with christopher walken right
0: christopher walken and aerosmith yeah yeah Stock. <laughs> yes that, that's prime aerosmith when they're, they're they're you could almost still consider them real rockers but they've definitely entered like their ball phase like I, yeah. I i enjoy listening to bad aerosmith more than good aerosmith so you know i want to put on jaded or something right so <laughs> The 70s stuff that I, I mean it's great, of course. But uh yeah, I wanna, I wanna yeah. hear bad nineties Aerosmith. So
1: <laughs> Well, they got that one music video uh in the nineties, that one with um oh god, what's her name? The one that played in Clueless. Uh
0: Alicia Silverstone, yeah. She's a yes. couple of them. yes, yeah. yes, that is correct. Yeah. So um that just hits the sweet spot of like cheesiness for me. So yeah. Um the this episode maybe not so much. Like I feel like this is a little Bit. I we could say cheesy we could say sentimental it's definitely like a slightly different temperament i think than a lot of twilight zones so yeah well i'm trying to think other than
1: the uh, 2 serve man which you should be covering within the next week or so yeah, other than true. that episode um has there i don't think there's ever been a real like disturbing alien invasion episode of twilight uh, zone well
0: the invaders there's an opposite in reverse that's pretty cool <laughs>
1: yeah but you
0: uh-huh. know what I don't know if I ever told I think I side with the invaders
1: of that one. You know, I will say they don't seem as bad to me. I I, I kind of get more annoyed with Agnes Moorhead in that one.
0: <laughs> the next next week is kind of a um dip into the disturbing with another little girl. Next week is little girl lost. So that's yeah, that is an interesting coin flip from the future. You know, um, <laughs> have you
1: ever seen that episode before?
0: I yes i, I that don't is, spoil it here by the that's, way that's
1: uh, <laughs> yeah i'm not going to spoil anything but that's just I, that's one i don't go back and watch i
0: hmm, that's it's one i, I don't yeah. and maybe it's one I, I that's one where i i don't remember the specifics because i haven't i mean it's richard way, matheson
1: he's usually good but just that's one richard matheson story i didn't care for
0: i think um and with again without spoiling i think the base story of that which i won't talk about now but uh has been like kind of reused so much in science fiction yeah i know exactly what you're getting to yeah look at at this as like the source it's kind of like how maybe i like the beatles better than um i don't want to say chuck I actually like chuck Berry just about as much as the beatles but uh, (laughs) you know like like obviously like people can synthesize earlier uh art and, and make something better but you still have to credit the original art you know and i uh i want to get back to one more creepy line by ben um
1: Ben said, you better start wearing a dress or your aunt will throw a fit. Um,
0: mm, yeah. Again, why? It's, it's 1962, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. just
1: so random. I guess even more, that just felt random to me. Not as, just, just like, when did she, when is anything about wearing a dress brought up in this?
0: I did notice that my daughter went to go see the, the Little Mermaid remake a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And I don't know this is a, I'm, uh, since then, every time we go somewhere, she wears a dress, which I mean that's fine, do that, but yeah. Yesterday yeah. we we accidentally went on like a notable mountain hike. I'm wearing not this Hawaiian shirt, but a different Hawaiian shirt. She's wearing a dress. Everyone <laughs> else is like wearing like trekker gear, right? You know, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> but um, she wore
1: good shoes though, right? She didn't like wear flip flops oh, or yes, nothing. Correct, she did.
0: I was that, gonna yeah. say she's all like flip flops and dress, sun hat, and like which which made <laughs> it look like slightly funny because she's wearing like a sun dress and then like sneakers. So but, yeah. It, it turned out she needed the sneaker so good call yeah <laughs> i and I, you know like uh like you,
1: <laughs> like you said oh, this was 50s and 60s and we didn't think like this like there's a lot of things in this episode that i really didn't think like this like until i saw somebody else talk about it like that's i guess how we are sometimes like you don't notice things yourself until somebody else points it out you know what oh, I mean? for sure oh yeah, that's yeah.
0: definitely <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean and, um, you know, i wanted
1: to ask you uh on IMDB, this got a 7.5. Really? Out of okay. 10. Yeah, um, a- and I noticed with IMDB, seven and seven point five seems to be like the magic, like the average magic number. I mean, like, would you say this is a seven point five? I hmm. yeah, you usually know, don't, don't think
0: too it's not I don't hate this episode, but it's yeah, I is, don't hate I it don't- either.
1: It's just it seems like one of the weak like I would even say like I know one of the questions usually I think you ask is like, you know, um you don't always ask them, like, do you have to watch this one or would you skip? I would say like you could skip this one. You don't even have to watch it really.
0: That's pro it's probably skippable, but it's yeah. not one to actively avoid either, I would say. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of there. Um it's it's one I'm gonna forget about within two weeks and I'll have to look at my list later and be like oh there's a fugitive okay oh yeah, yeah. now i remember it i mean i can look at my list now and
1: i just i, I wonder remember. how people were in the 60s when they saw showdown with ransom grew Kick kicked the can piano in the house and the last <laughs> rights and then it went bam to serve man and then am like <laughs> oh I'm, I'm freaking disturbed now I'm
0: like <laughs> i don't know about this everything yeah. was
1: all peachy the past couple of weeks now these aliens want to get to us <laughs>
0: Yeah, the back half of this one does. Uh, I'm looking at the list, and there's a few other that I remember being a touch lighter. So um, I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm curious when you get
1: to four o'clock too, because that's one episode that drives a lot of people up the wall. They call the guy like a male Karen, basically,
0: like he's <laughs> the original Karen. I don't know
1: if that turns in Japan. Do you know what a Karen is?
0: Um, yes, but it's not a term in Japan. Um, yeah, no, yeah, we're so... To, like, still see, you know, uh, yeah, from social media or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> but that's an episode that really doesn't. I actually really like it. Reese and I have been hearing more about the Helen. (laughs) Do you know the the Helen? No. This is a Chuck E. Cheese reference where I think all of the characters in the Chuck E. Cheese band had like proper names. And then there was Helen. The, The idea of being like, the female character that you just don't flesh out at all for no particular reason <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i i feel more sorry for a hella i think they finally did give her a, a last name but for years she didn't like even have like a last name or something
1: I'm sad about chucky is e. i don't know if it's still that way in uh or i don't know if this is way in japan but they don't have the animatronic stage no more
0: yeah they're they're um they're I think you might still be able to find a few, but yeah, most of them are, are gone. Uh Japan did not have Chuck E. Cheese. I did find a animatronic uh Charles 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 Darwin a few weeks ago at a at a science museum. So that was kind yeah. of fun. Uh really, really janky movement and uh bellowing in Japanese. So have you ever seen that Nicolas Cage movies? Uh uh God, what is it called? Willie's Wonderland. I am not. Oh, is that where he, that's the one where he's like a uh, security guard at a theme park or something?
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like evil Chuck E. Cheese animatronic things. It's like a Five Nights Freddy's Chuck E. Cheese type thing. Like,
0: Yeah, there was yeah, a time really- when we were actually going to do a Patreon where Luke made me play Five Nights at Freddy, but then apparently the creator got canceled or something. So he, he, <laughs> he didn't want, he didn't want to do not want. I never
1: actually played it, but my buddy's kid was into it. He had a real <laughs> obsession with it
0: uh what else I'm, I'm just looking through my notes to see if there's anything i missed uh i, I there was a nice 1962 synth sound uh you know the kind that you'd get an early doctor who i like that um well okay we, let's let's talk about the the ending a little bit um okay. i i wrote a note that i assume this is how the parent trap ended uh with with Haley mills or whatever which it actually did turn out when i was doing my trivia that um uh, Mrs. Gan, sorry, Nancy Culp was it? Yeah, she actually was in the Parent Trap. So I, you know, that was a little personal uh, connection. I'm glad
1: so, you brought up the '60s one too, because everybody nowadays just thinks, oh, Lindsay Lohan, Parent Trap. It's like, no, there was a '60s version too. <laughs> well,
0: I am notoriously have a. Unexplicable love for the TV show Saved by the Bell, which started yeah. out as Haley Mills show as an Yeah, Miss Good Morning so, Miss Bliss. Yeah. So so of she was Miss Bliss. So, right, so of yeah. course my mind is going to go to the Haley Mills parent trap. I've never watched either of them, to be perfectly yeah. honest. So but uh yeah, yeah, I, I went back in time a little bit. Uh, I, I saw Freaky Friday. Yeah. And um yeah. isn't there one with what is the late
1: seventies? The one Jody the Foster movie? one. The Jody Foster one. That's the one, right? Or the Lindsay Lohan one.
0: Oh. Jodie Foster was a '70s oh, one. Oh, jo- Jodie Foster. I, yeah, yeah. By the time the other one came out, I had no interest yeah. in seeing it. And then so.
1: supposedly they're making another Freaky Friday. So, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Fridays. Fridays never cease mm. to be freaky. So they're, they're they're either casual or they're freaky. That's how Fridays work. <laughs> Do you want to throw out any uh, other observations before we get to the
1: questioning? I was thinking. Um... Wouldn't it be funny, because, you know, oh, because can, can we bring up what happens at the end here, like how... Oh, yeah, for sure. Ben, so, Ben and Jenny, you know, the, the two men in black, they want to take Ben back to his planet after he told Jenny that he's a king, and, you know, he abandoned his reign, he came here to Earth. He doesn't want to leave, obviously, so Jenny whispers into her ear, the men in black think nothing of this. So, <laughs> Jenny turns into a double. Keep in mind the men in black
0: up, are, are palace servants? They're, they're, this isn't like their actual job, right? Yeah.
1: So yeah. they're easy to hoodwink, you know, like <laughs> they're easy to get one over on. So um, when they trans, when the little girl turns into another version of herself, which is Pat J. Pat O'Malley, they have no choice but to take both of them back. But what I was thinking, wouldn't it have been funny if as soon as they went back, he changed back to king? They imprisoned him for abandoning the throne and then they sent her back to the uh,
0: <laughs> uh, ant.
1: And they dissected her.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. She was the she was
1: the first one to be probed ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I I wanna go with they both stay on on Earth and, and start an ice cream company called Ben and Jenny's. So Oh Ben and Jenny's. Yeah, that, that, that is that, a good that's, one. That's my ending. Okay. I, I, I that might be a really bad one. Uh that's that's a dad joke. Um <laughs> But um so this is what this
1: is what so I've been I've been bringing up before we get to trivia and st- or um the questions. This is what was kinda what might spark I'm trying to how oh, am I gonna say this? <laughs> this might spark some thoughts into people's mind because Rod has a closing narration in this. He actually appears on screen with a closing narration. He doesn't do this too often. But he's sitting there, he's holding a picture of what Ben looks like in his real form on his home planet. And he says, Miss Gann will be in for a big surprise when she finds this under Jenny's pillow. Because Miss Gann has more temper than imagination. She'll never dream that this is the picture of old Ben as he really looks. And it will never occur to her that eventually her niece will grow up to be an honest-to-goodness queen somewhere in the Twilight Zone. See, I think that's the one that hits home with people when they said that this girl is going to grow up one day to be his queen. Like, I guess people might take that as grooming. I don't know. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's another 2020 term. 2020 term. Like, we didn't know what that grooming was back in the day. You know, like,
0: but what if they said princess? I mean, you. I, I'm looking at the text. Of course, they say queen. But uh, yeah, would, would it would it, I mean, would it be more okay with princess? I don't know. Yeah. Or yeah. I thought
1: of somebody else, um, said this like, what if he just handed out like they, they didn't become cleaning clean together, but like he she stayed with him and uh, he turned over the reins to her eventually.
0: Yeah, that that actually was my first like trying to work this out to not be like super creepy thought that oh, yeah. she'll be. I'm sorry I like...
1: made this episode so dark, but <laughs> it's, well, I know they... there's points that other people brought up that I just it's like I guess I had to bring them up too because we're doing a podcast about it
0: yeah no it's right there in the closing narration so it is definitely yeah um why wouldn't you just say princess it also maybe we've seen too many disney movies but it's like oh the the younger girl younger woman uh, call her a princess right which maybe that's wrong i don't know and
1: another thing (laughs) about an ending i'd like to i'd like to think that the aunt descended into madness not knowing what happened she just kind of ended up in her own like world and just Went I mean, she might because, have already been there.
0: I mean, in yeah. her own, I mean, clearly well, well, uh, she's not well-adjusted.
1: What was so weird is she was bipolar, okay, because it's like she was so like, you little gutter snipe and quit talking to yourself and this and that, and uh, a couple other things she called her. But then as soon as she goes down, you know, it's like, oh, what was me? This is that, like, oh, please, don't let anything out. They told her, uh, is she going to die? Well, if her pulse doesn't improve,
0: oh, no. Like, like well, now you care. When I was look doing the trivia and looking at the the proper names listed, which may, maybe they listed in the in the um, beginning of the show too, I, I don't know, but it's Mrs. Gan, Mr. Yeah. Gann doesn't seem to be there, so Miss we could assume that Mr. Gan has one left her, two yeah. died, you know, both of which maybe leave Mrs. Gan and not the best of mental states. Uh, possibly, I'm not, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that she, I'm just saying that's what you know what happened. Like, I'm not saying she, yeah. you could have resilient women too, where this does not happened but... maybe he
1: couldn't be as resilient being married to her so he just yeah
0: maybe she was always like that i don't know <laughs> but um i mean there's a whole story where she's kind of a a, a bit of a, a broken person right and we're just seeing the uh the nasty fallout of it so <laughs> or in a perfect world what happens is maybe
1: she this freed up her time to become what was she a? Was she a bank manager or what was she in beverly hillbillies but that freed up her time to become miss jane Hathaway.
0: <laughs> yeah 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 this is this is where her life truly started she needed yeah that kid was him. holding her back
1: now she this, doesn't have the kid to hold her back no
0: more mr Gann and uh and, and jenny need to be out of there so yeah. <laughs> so oh and another thing um I, I didn't think of
1: this until um just now so okay so even if he was going to make her queen and it did lead to like a relationship or something so what happens with her age? Because she doesn't have the ability to live 5,000 years. Does she or 1,000 years? Or or so does thought, she get the ability once she comes to that planet?
0: Who wants to live forever? I don't know. That's the Highlander problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can look at it that way if you want. Um, What, what, what was the other one I was thinking of? Yeah, Highlander's good enough. I'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> Please but, tell me
0: that's on your guys' films and filth list.
1: Uh, one of those Highlander movies. It's
0: on neither list. It's not on either list, but we have done a podcast for it that I can point you towards.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: sci-fi sanctuary, huh? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that would be my basic thought for that. So um, I guess I will go ahead and do those questions then. Yeah, so who go in ahead this shoot. episode entered or went through the Twilight Zone?
1: Okay, this might be one of the few times that we actually say this, but can I say that nobody entered the Twilight Zone? Yeah, sure, why not? Would that be passable? Like, would you actually agree with that? Because I don't... This is just like... I mean, it's just an alien thing, but it's not like Jenny was in the Twilight Zone. I mean...
0: It's right. She's a... complicit. Right. I, I, I was not going to put I don't quite agree, but I was not going to put Jenny in the twilight zone because she's yeah, she's having the trip. She's kind of once, I guess, uh, or she's being groomed, like you said. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not, I mean, but... old
1: Ben, he's not in the twilight zone. I mean, he's in a different setting from his uh, home planet. Uh, Miss Gann. She's
0: on the Twilight Zone. Yeah, and, and I'm not putting Little St. James in the Twilight Zone. That's that's a different thing. If if we if you're taking that you know angle, so <laughs> um, that is that island is not in the Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah. I actually would say Mrs. Gann, maybe because she's experiencing these inexplicable events that ends with her ward vanishing. So, um, <laughs> I might say Mrs. We maybe we don't identify with Mrs. Gann because she's so um you know so horrible but she does have a Twilight. like if she was a more sympathetic character you might it might be more like clear like this woman is experiencing twilight zone stuff yeah so i i I always like the nobody went through answer but and and you know my answer would would be she did so yeah (laughs) um as far as who deserves what though i guess we i guess the question does go to jenny because she's kind of like the main character here um it's kind of hard to say that for ben because he's thousands of years old and is i mean he's the doctor basically there we go that's how you kind of clean up the situation you got the doctor and his companions who until you know the past few years I, I guess companions have never been quite romantic have they it Rose a little bit but I, I don't know how much doctor who you know but yeah you know that that's kind of the doctor has companions often it's yeah. Well, in his case, probably like attractive twenty-year-olds or whatever. Sometimes, but uh, that that or the the original doctor was uh, he was just a teacher or a professor. I think that actual younger children followed around because it was supposed to be educational at first. So, yeah, uh, I just got uh, myself in a cul-de-sac. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> could you say, uh,
1: when well, we're saying who deserves to go in the Twilight Zone? Um, I guess. And you're saying, since you gave an answer, when I said nobody, and I'm just gonna go with your answer when you said uh, Miss Gan. Sure. I guess did she deserve it? Did she deserve it? Because she's not like the best guardian.
0: Yeah, she's not being painted with the the full like this is a psychotic scumbag brush that Rod paints some of our you know nastier protagonists with. So she doesn't get that brush. But so I mean, because we don't have Rod like just like talking smack about her at the beginning you you do start to wonder is this person a little more redeemable i guess and when she finds that note does she even try to call the police like what's her <laughs> first thing
1: she even tries to do like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was like does she on... just slip into a, a state of confusion and like <laughs> what what happened like and she's just like she's just stuck in this alternate reality like she's stuck like never knowing whatever happened to jenny and she wants to believe the letter but it can't be true
0: yeah I mean, maybe, maybe this, uh, a few extra drafts of this script, and you might have her being like kind of the main character, you know? I, I noticed we're... if you go on IMDb, they have some at the end. They
1: have a little more uh, dialogue that I guess got cut. So if anyone wants to go research, I was going to read it on here, but I decided not to. But yeah, there's a little more back and forth, uh, Jenny questioning a few things before they go back to the home planet.
0: So oh, okay. if anybody uh, wants did...
1: to look that up on IMDb, you know. There's some I never that's the first time I've ever
0: seen that stuff on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Twilight Zone. <laughs> so. Um where do you want to place this one on the trip-o-meter then? Oh damn. Of course, zero is not trippy. Uh five's pretty trippy. Okay, the only reason. I'm gonna go with a point here. I'm gonna go with a point five.
1: Right? And that's the only reason is because it has an alien invasion. That's the only reason that you could say anything trippy about it. Like, there's an alien from another planet. If it wasn't for an alien from another planet being here, I don't think this episode would be that trippy.
0: I'm giving it to just for the alien props. The whisk, okay. the, uh, the, monster, the alien monster theme of the gang, and the process shot of the two jennies. I'm just like, the, the, those are at least trippy images. Well, I guess I'll, I'll bump it up to a one because you got those
1: magic things that could disable and fix Jenny. Because remember, the guys used to disable her and then Ben used it to fix her leg. So I guess I'll bump it up to a one just because that's,
0: you know, those machines are trippy. Yeah, but for, yeah, for the most part, thinking about this episode, it's those three images that come to mind first. I'm like, oh, all of those have enough stock for me. At least At least go at two. Um, just to answer your question on recent episodes, I have noticed my tripometer meter scores being somewhat lower recently. So that might be reflected by... I was going to a lot of I, I westerns don't... hillbilly and comedy episodes <laughs> and off the top of my head right now i don't think if it, i
1: don't know if any episode's gonna hit the perfect five like shadow play did
0: uh the twilight has there could be the case we'll see um i'm looking at this season
1: oh maybe uh the shatner episode nightmare at Twenty
0: Thousand. that's pretty i, I know, do love could... it but i don't know if i'd give that a five um well, he's tripping balls, man. Like, oh, oh, he is. Know? He is. Yeah, but, <laughs> but again, it's a. Uh, this came up when we did the the monsters are doing Maple Street. Is it trippy yeah. or are they just tripping? So <laughs> that's more paranoia, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess we'll pull. Yeah, we have our numbers. I guess we'll pull this one into the station for today. Then take it to an alien planet and and become queens ourselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> As for this it's time enough podcast it is that on twitter it is that on facebook you can follow us under the patreon umbrella of podcastio podcast where we've been talking throughout this episode about other podcasts that you can find there like films and filth where we talk about really good movies and really supposedly really good movies supposedly really bad movies uh, we sometimes disagree with that with that label uh occult disney where we get into Well, where these people did some voice acting with the animated Disney films. And for the gamers, you've got Hyrule Field Report about Zelda, the game game show where gamers game each other about games. And Luke loves Pokemon. I don't need to tell you what that's about, I think. (laughs) I, I, I guess there'd be a few people that are like into the Twilight Zone, never encountered Pokemon. So, yeah, you know. And then there's a little older crowd. I have to ask my dad if he knows anything about Pokemon. <laughs> As a
1: Patreon member, I, I say it's worth it. And it's only, you can only, you know, a dollar is all you need to sign up. And you yeah. get so much content. You get more than a dollar's worth there. And, and, sometimes and you, you get And you get called
0: up to do episodes. <laughs> yeah, and you get episodes before other people do. Yeah, yeah. You get to be on them in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to turn into a mouse now. I'm going to be Matty Mouse. Matty Mouse, okay.